Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited to bring you today's featured guest, Lori Davis. Lori, welcome to the show. Hi. So great to have you here, Lori. And, you know, there's people out there that may not know you. So let me give them a background on you before we dive in. Because Lori's amazing. She, she is a certified relationship specialist. She's a speaker. She's an author. And, and her mission is to provide you with the skills you need to have unstoppable relationship that you deserve. She has over 28 years of experience empowering individuals and couples to live richer, happier lives. She provides relationship coaching to people throughout the world, and her practice spans the spectrum from dating and singles to working through divorce to renewing long-term marriages. She's the author of Unmasking Secrets to Unstoppable Relationships, How to Find, Keep, and Renew Love and Passion in Your Life, and she's also one of the coaches on the new Radical Dating Show that you can find at www.radical-dating.com. Lori, do me a favor. If we missed anything in that intro, definitely fill us in. And then let us know how you got started in doing this work. Okay. I don't think you missed anything. Um, Well, I've been doing this for a really long time. I started my career as a licensed mental health counselor in Florida and did that for over 25 years. And when I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and was starting a new career, and you'll kind of learn a little bit more about why I was sort of starting over as we go through this interview, I had some life changes. And when I was starting over, I I had been reading a little bit about coaching, and the more I read about it, the more I realized that that was the direction I wanted to take my career. And because of the life changes I had gone through, I now work with the clientele I work with because of those changes. So it'll all make sense by the time we're finished this interview. Ooh, but it's we have an early cliffhanger, ladies and gentlemen. She's already got us teased out. This is awesome. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let me ask you this, because this is where I always start with my guests. And that, that is that, you know, our focus is on partnership here. And I always ask our, our, our guests what what's kind of their... I call it a guiding principle. Some people think of it as a quote or a mantra, but what's that thing that you always can come back to, kind of like a touchstone, whenever you feel like you're kind of off track in your relationship or your partnership? And how can our listeners apply this same thing in their lives? I always believe that if I can get out of my head, quiet myself down, and listen to my inner guidance, that that inner voice that that is attached to the universe, God, whatever, you know, whatever label that you want to put on it, there is something out there that can guide me in a better way than I can. And when I am open to that and I listen, that I can't go wrong. Nice. So how do you recognize that for yourself? I recognize that for me, the first part I'll recognize is I'll recognize the feeling in my body. You know, I'll feel a tightness. Usually for me, it's in my stomach. 
Um, and so when I feel that way, or if I start to feel nervous or anxious or fearful about something, that's the clue for me that I need to get centered. I need to, I do EFT tapping mm -hmm. and some other techniques with my clients. So I'll come into my office and I'll do that with myself, get myself into that quiet, cent quiet centered space. And then, and then spend some time in meditation or out in nature and really kind of just go about my day. I'll, I'll make sure that I'm lifting my vibration up to that place where I can hear that guidance and then just know that the guidance is going to come. It might come at that moment. It might not come for days. It might come in the middle of the night, but just that knowing that it's going to come. And when I'm in the right space, then I can hear it. When I'm caught up in being nervous or anxious, then I'm not in a space that I can hear it. Interesting. That's great. Yeah, and I, I love what you said about, you know, noticing the feelings. Because it's it's something I often share with my clients is, you know, the universe or God or the divine or however you view it for yourself doesn't speak in words and doesn't speak in thoughts and doesn't speak in, you know, French or German or Spanish or anything else. <laughs> it speaks in feelings. Yes. So those feelings are actually divine guidance. But we've been so trained that our feelings aren't important. It's our thoughts. It's our brain. What do we know? That we dismiss them so easily. And yet they're actually the most powerful knowledge we could possibly have, which is divine knowledge. Yeah, it's really a powerful, powerful resource. That's cool. So one of the things that we do on this show is share stories and our listeners love the fact that our guests are so generous with their stories of their personal experiences. And I'd love to start here, Lori, which is what's a time in your life where, well, you kind of tripped up in a partnership and just tell us that story. You know, what were you doing? What'd you trip on? And, and then what did you learn from that experience that has helped you move forward? Well, so that has to do with why I am now a relationship coach working with singles and couples who want to renew their, their relationships. But the majority of my clientele are singles and they are singles, not because I sought that out and not that I decided that was going to be my niche. It was because I became single and I became single after being married for 28 years. I was one of those couples. My husband and I were at the my husband at the time we're so happy for it. We had 25 amazing years together. We were that couple that everybody looked at and said, wow, we want to be like them. You know, you know, those couples that you can see out and about. And that's what we were like for 25 years. And then life can throw curveballs. Sometimes people can go through changes. Things can happen in your life. And that's what happened to us. Things started changing. And I remember being aware of my intuition, telling me that it was time to move on. And I kept thinking, wow, I must really be having a bad day because I haven't had that thought ever in all these 25 years of marriage. And I ignored it. And the feeling got worse and worse and life got worse and worse until, you know, finally I had to, I had to look at the idea that really maybe there was another direction for me and my children to go in our lives. And so I think that tripping up for me was, wasn't that I did anything wrong in my marriage. It was that for whatever reason, it was in my life was supposed to go in a different direction. And it wasn't a direction at the time I wanted it to go in. And I wasn't open to that. And when you're not open to where you're supposed to go, sometimes it can get really lousy and really painful. 
until you do wake up and say, oh, I get it, right? I'm willing, I'm willing to go down this path. And so after 28 years of being married, I became single. And that was, that was a huge aha moment for me. It was like, oh, holy crap, right? I'm single, mm-hmm. you know? Um, never thought I would be, never wanted to be again. And um, if, if anybody's followed Radical Dating at all, they know my husband and I were interviewed, my current husband, um, on not this week's show, but last week's show together about how we met. And so I'm no longer single. I am married, and, but went through that whole transition of having to, having to get over losing, you know, what I at the time thought was the, the only love that I would ever have in my life. Yeah. And put myself back together and get back out there and, um, you know, start a new career. Um, and I was in a new town that I didn't know anybody. I'd only been here for a short period of time. Started a new career, started a new chapter of my life. Um, but it was, it was a very difficult time for me. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Absolutely. Well, I'm... I want to ask you kind of a nuanced question then, because I'm wondering, like, when's a time when you had what I call a duh moment? One of those times where you suddenly go, um, really? Like, how have I missed this for so long? But when you you really paid attention and you paid attention to that wake up moment, it turned into a building block for your future partnerships. Tell us that story. Well, I think for me, it was... It was the moment that I woke up and said, you know what? I need to get out of fear. I need to quit. You know, I, I was a therapist as a background. I had worked with family. I did family therapy. I did marriage counseling, individual counseling. So my marriage was not supposed to fall apart, mm-hmm. right? That just was not supposed to happen. And I was going to be able to fix it. And I was going to be able to help my partner with whatever he was going through. And I was everything. I was going to repair everything. And our lives were going to carry on the way I intended, the way I wanted it. And so it was that moment when I woke up and said, I'm not going to, I can't do that. That's not going to happen. And all of my efforts to try to do that are making things worse. And I'm acting in ways that I don't like. I don't like who I am, you know? This isn't me. This isn't this calm, centered person that I am. And I realized I couldn't control somebody else, which of course I knew. Um, but just like everybody else, when things are changing in a way you don't want, we try to grab on to controlling mm-hmm. and keeping things the way. So it was that moment that I woke up and said, I don't like who I am. This isn't, I don't like the way I'm acting. I liked who I was. But, and I don't, and my trying to control everything is making it worse. And so I surrender. Mm-hmm. I will go down this path that apparently I'm supposed to go down. And you know what? I don't know how, but somehow I'm going to be okay and it's going to work. And it was that knowing, I think, that finally gave me the courage to go my separate ways mm-hmm. and and to just say, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what the next step is beyond this one. But you know what? They fell into place one step at a time. And now I can tell you that my life has turned out even better than I could have imagined it would at that moment um, in so many different ways in every area of my life. But it was that moment of finally surrendering, saying, you know, if I continue to go down this way, this path, trying to hold on to things, I'm making it worse and not better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's such a great example there, Laurie, of, of what's available to us once we commit. 
and you just went, I, I, I have no idea where this has taken me, but I have to commit to this next step. Yes. Yeah. And then the details were revealed, but it doesn't get revealed first. So you can go, well, do I like the details? <laughs> you have to commit. It, it would be nice, wouldn't it? No. That's it what we would like. Way. But, you know, <laughs> then we just get more in our way because we think we understand what they are. It's the old classic of, you know, how do you make God laugh? Well, tell him your plans. True. And we yeah. think that we would understand what that meant. But even if we had the details, we wouldn't understand where it went because we still don't have as big a picture as the divine does. True. And so we're like, okay, so that doesn't really look great. And it's like, no, 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 you have to go through the swamp to get to the, the goal. Yeah. But all yeah. I can see is up to the swamp. So why do I want to take this step? And we'd stay <laughs> where we are. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the capacity to actually understand that big you know, recipe that's being brewed up for us. Because our recipe book is way smaller than God's. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's a great example. So let's let's switch gears a little bit, Lori, and share with us a story of a time when when you know one of those proud moments in partnership, one of those times, and maybe it's romantic, but it could be family, career, you know, wherever, where you look back on that time in your life and you're like, that was so cool, and you just can't help but smile. Yeah. So for me, that is the story of meeting my current husband. He is absolutely, at that point I had said, I had said to, to the universe, bring me the person that is right for me and my family and that I can bring something to their life. You know, they're right for us and I want to bring joy to their life. And other than that, I'm, you know, I had some of my requirements that we talk about in radical dating, but I was open. You know, I'm going to, I'm willing to look at anybody, just, you know, bring me this right person. And started doing online dating and I met my husband really quickly but if I hadn't been open if I hadn't listened to that I would never have given him a, a second chance he is absolutely so different than anybody that I thought I would end up with and when people see him and they see us they're like yep yeah, he's not somebody I would have pictured you with and I laugh and I say me either <laughs> you know and he'll tell you that he didn't think i was going to answer his his he reached out to me he didn't really expect me to answer either and so i was open and i followed my intuition and i got to know this wonderful man who is so different than anybody i thought that i would end up with and we've been together now it's almost six years and i can tell you that every year i realize more and more how perfect he is for me and my life even more than I realized it the year before. So the universe knew exactly where my life was going and exactly the partner that I needed to be my partner in life and sent him to me. And I was open enough to give that a chance and to follow that, even though it looked very different than anything I had imagined. That's great. I, I love hearing that. And, and I, I got to think that there's, listeners out there right now going, that's what I want. So how do I do that? <laughs> like, how did you get out of your own way? I had, I knew what was really important to me. So even before I knew about radical dating, 
I found out about that after I had met him. But I, you know, I had really narrowed down for myself. What did I love about my, my prior marriage? What did I love about those 25 years? What were the key elements that were essential to me? And then I looked at where my life was now and said, what are the few things that I absolutely have to have in a relationship that are important to me? And I knew those. And I thought everything else, I'm a pretty adaptable person. And so I thought, well, I'm willing to, to look at you know, anybody that would fit those, those core values, those core things I'm looking for. And the surface, what it looks like on the surface, the activities they're involved in, the job they do, some of those kinds of things. I decided I just wasn't really gonna look at that. I was just gonna get to know somebody. And that allowed me to be open to meeting people that were different. You know, I envisioned myself with sort of the suit and tie kind of guy. Um, and my husband is retired, you know, 31 years law enforcement. He, you know, rides, we, t we take wonderful motorcycle trips together. I didn't know I loved riding on the back of the motorcycle till I met him and I tried. So there's, you know, he's just so different. But at the core, he has all of those values that I was looking for. And so I think that's what's so important is to know what's really important to you and then be open to meeting different people. The worst thing that can happen is that you'll get to know some people that are different that you really aren't interested in a partnership with, but you'll get to know some different people. And what's really wrong with that? Nothing that I know of. <laughs> Me either. So that's how I approached it. Nice. So, so what I'm hearing you say is you had your context, but you weren't attached to how it had to show up. So no. you were like more attached to how you felt as opposed to the form, the package that it came in, right? It was like, I'm open to possibilities. I have no idea I like riding on the back of a motorcycle, but I'm willing to check it out. Yes. Yes. And because you were open to that, you to were win. exposed to things you didn't even know you liked. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that's so important because so oftentimes we get so attached to idea of like, we meet somebody and we're like, well, are they or aren't they what I'm looking for? Well, the only thing we can base that on is our little, you know, experiences we've had. And if you've never been on the back of a motorcycle, you'll be like, nope, I've never liked motorcycles. Wait a minute. Have you ever ridden one? Well, no, but I always thought they were dangerous or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And we exclude these opportunities from our lives. And then we're like, well, how come every people have these great new experiences? I'm like, because they're open to new experiences and you've decided it has to fit in this box or it doesn't count. So we can get our in our own way when we have these ideas that we already know exactly what the possibilities are. Like we were talking about earlier, the universe has got a way bigger recipe book than we've ever seen. His spice yeah. rack is unfathomable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the spices he can throw into your life, you've never even heard of if you're open to them. But if you're just like, nope, I'm salt and pepper, that's it. Well, then you're just not really playing team here. You're not partnering with the universe to let it go. But I got these amazing spices. You're going to love these. I made these spices for you. And we miss out. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Laura, we've arrived at a part of the show I call Bring It All Home. And this is where we actually step away from the stories a little bit. And I ask you to give some just some simple, concrete takeaways our listeners can go and apply directly in their lives. And, and where I want to start is, I'm wondering, what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you've ever received? The best advice 
is to take responsibility for your own happiness, to not ask your partner to be responsible for making you happy. They can contribute to your happiness, but when you realize that it really is, it's, it's you, <laughs> it's your stuff, and you need to take responsibility for that happiness, relationships go so much easier and are so much more pleasant and have so much more possibility than they did before. Yeah, yeah. It's such a huge, huge thing. And you actually reminded me of an interview I saw years and years ago um, where Maria Shriver was on the, the Tonight Show. And it was right after she had gotten engaged, or maybe it was right after she married Arnold Schwarzenegger. And of course, everybody's like, you know, Republicans and Democrats, and how did you guys get together? And she goes, you know, it's the weirdest thing. On our first date, Arnold said to me, and I'm going to do a terrible impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Maria, I cannot make you happy. That's up to you. <clears throat> and she goes, he's the first person that ever didn't, you know, put out there like, I'm your answer. I can make you happy. And she goes, and it, my first thought was, what an asshole. And then I thought, what a tremendous gift. Like he's actually saying, this isn't. This is about us partnering. It's not about me being the solution. And she went because yeah. it was funny when she said that quote. You know, on the show, the entire audience went ooh. <laughs> and she's like, no, it was an awesome gift. Yeah. Because it said, I believe in your, and I believe in you having the power to make your life great, and I'm here to support that. But it's not about me making you happy. No, because ultimately somebody else can't make you happy. Yes. And yeah. so many relationship problems are caused when we blame our unhappiness or our discontent on the other person, as opposed to looking at discontent of, hmm, where do I need to grow? What do I, how do I need to change? What do I need to do in my own life? Because I'm feeling this discontent. And when we can see that, that's when the, all the possibilities open up to us. But as long as we're in victim mode or we're blaming somebody else for our unhappiness, we're closed off to any change. Yeah, and I, I want to add something to one of the things, what you were just saying, those questions to ask. The other one is, what do I need to ask for? Instead mm -hmm. of going, why don't they just know what I need? It's like, if you let them know, then they have the chance to contribute that. But if you're asking them to read your mind, good luck. Good point. Yes. So you've got to own that too. It's like, uh, this isn't about some magical thing that's going to happen. I need to actually own what I need here. I need mm -hmm. to step up and ask for that. That's part of the partnership is setting them up to win. So you get what you need. Yes. And then you both get. Yeah. What you everybody need. wins. Absolutely. And everybody wins. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I know you're an author and we talked about your book at your introduction. I'm curious, other than your own book, what it may be a book it may just be a resource but what do you feel is like if you could pick one thing to recommend to our listeners what would it be and why i am part of the relationship coaching institute and david Steele, who's the head of the coaching institute wrote this wonderful book well actually he wrote a book for singles and a book for couples and so depending on where you are i think they are wonderful books one is called conscious dating for singles and then he wrote one called Radical Marriage for Couples. And there is just so much wonderful information in those books that I would definitely recommend them. Awesome. Well, there you go. 
doesn't matter what your situation is. Now, I think that's there right. should be a conscious dating for married people, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Why We're dating each dating? other. That's actually in the radical marriage book. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yes, and when I do couples retreats, um, that's part of part of what I do in my couples retreats. Fantastic. So, yes, we, we do that. Good. I kind of figured that might have slipped in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so cool. So we're reaching the end of our time here. And, and obviously, Laura, we there's so much more that we could share here. And I'd love to hear more, but we don't have that time. So how can our listeners find out, you know, how do they contact you? How do they learn more about what you do and how you can support them? They can find everything on my website, which is my name. So it's Lori Ann Davis, L-O-R-I-A-N-N Davis.com. Fantastic. Well, that makes it nice and easy. And, and yep. as our listeners know, we'll post that link on the show page. So if you're out on a jog or, you know, walking the dog or something and you can't write it down, <laughs> don't worry. It'll be there really easy for you. Well, Lori, I really appreciate you sharing all these stories and your personal experience. And, and it's really been helpful and insightful. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.